welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Red vs. Blue After Show. It's season 15, and we are just 10 flavors of stoke to be here, and no one's in the hospital because no one's been shot in the ass, so it's great. We are covering season 15, episodes 1 through 4, and we'll see you after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Just realized anyone watching that cold open without context is going to be really worried about us. <laughs> I, I would hope that they would have context because why would you be watching this after show without it? Or well, occasionally we have fans from other shows who follow us as hosts and we love you. And occasionally my parents watch things and say, I have no idea what you were talking about, but you sounded really good. And it's like, thanks. Or, or hopefully they follow us on social media and know that we haven't been in the hospital for the past little while. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. too. That too. <laughs> No one has been shot in the ass, so we are good to go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Red vs. Blue After Show. We are back for season 15. Uh, we are covering episodes... Uh, wow. I'm so excited I can't speak. Season 15, episodes 1 through 4. Prologue, The Chronicle, The Mother of Destruction, and Chorus Lessons. As you can tell from the numbering, we are uh, working with the public release, not the first release. So we will not be discussing episode 5, and we ask that you keep the chat and the comments of this video and the hashtag spoiler-free so as to not spoil people who have not seen the fifth episode. Yeah, you mm. guys don't want to spoil the fact that the Reds and Blues all die in the next episode. You just Well, don't. at least one does. <laughs> well, at least one does. For sure. But it's not who you think. <laughs> the answer anyway. may surprise you. Uh, are we, we're starting with clickbait. Are we starting with clickbait? <laughs> I, of course, have my spoiler panel with me. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mangwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And I'm spoiled. Uh, I'm, on, <laughs> I'm on the internet. You can find me at Mark B. Donica because I'm Mark B. Donica. And I like to be spoiler free, but it just doesn't happen. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me all over the social medias at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. We have the Twitter hashtag ABTVRVB because when it comes to Rooster Teeth Productions, we like our alphabet soup. We have the YouTube live chat, which is lively with a lot of the same people in here from Ruby. We love you guys and we're so glad to see you again. And some new folks. And some new folks. Yeah. Oh, new people. <laughs> yeah, Hello, Jason, everyone. Jason Potter. First time catching the RVB after show. I'm so excited. Regal. Same with P.W. Gregory, live for the first time, stoked, and Ginger Spice. And Malachroma and the Xehanorto are back. Hello, you lovely human beings. Hi, we guys. adore you. So if you have something fun to say, throw in the hashtag, throw in the live chat. Just like that, you may well get a shout out. Let's talk about this. I am enjoying this season a lot so far. Um, I gotta say, I love the idea of approaching this season from an outside perspective via you know a journalistic lens uh, yeah. with having an outsider having to piece together things because I feel like we haven't had that since Agent Washington was trying to get the Reds and Blues back together which is also referenced yeah, yeah. exactly the, this this whole thing has been a wonderful a, a wonderful journey through the history of Red versus Blue and is a, another way that you can get started with the franchise. I f it's really hard to say that because because I, I've been watching every single season up to this point. Yeah. But because every episode has a bit of... It, it has intrigue, whether you know the characters or not, um, and Dylan is sort of our our avatar into this world, especially uh, at the end of episode four with her... when when. Yeah, regardless, we'll get yeah, there. She's she's the audience point of view. Yeah. She is who the audience is to relate with and who they follow. 
And given that we got the summary video released about a month, month and a half ago about if <laughs> the entire seen, history of yeah. Red versus Blue. If you've never bridge. seen Red versus Blue, watch this video and it'll catch you up in eight minutes or less with the discount Morgan Freeman narration. <laughs> which called itself out as being discount Morgan he, Freeman narration, but, which I adored. But that guy is amazing. He does uh, Christopher Walken throughs. <laughs> Um, that where he, he does oh, no. he does video game playthroughs as Christopher Walken and his Walken is amazing. Oh my god! Uh, it's on Machinima. I, I highly recommend everybody go check it out. He's a wonderful voice actor. He's also on Beer and Board Games. A that lot. sounds okay. amazing. So yeah, we were getting into this fairly fresh actually, and we start with what looks like might be a heist from the Reds and Blues, and I love that our through line for the first three episode is who are these people, and I love that. It's very easy to call that it's not them and that they don't spend the whole season trying to figure out if it's actually the reds and blues. Like, yeah. we have Dylan, the, the fan avatar, who has done her homework and goes, no, no, the voices are wrong, the weapons are wrong, no one does that, like, no, this isn't they. And the whole audience is like, well, thank you. Well, the whole, indicated. The whole audience basically knows that it's not them when the person wearing light blue armor takes off his helmet, his or her helmet. Yeah. We don't know. Their yeah. helmet. Their helmet. Because mm. that is expensive equipment, and you're just going to leave it there? And on second watch, they dropped a line that I hadn't picked up. That that helmet that was recovered at the scene was traced back to Project Freelancer. Like, I missed that line mm. on my first watch. Mm. So we have these fake reds and blues. We have a list of freelancers. Like, she, Dylan managed to get all of the freelancers, including real names, which kind of has everyone going... And Ooh. and and nothing turned up. Validate my head. BS. <laughs> BS. It nothing turned up. Uh, like there's all of the stuff in between. That you want to ask so many more questions and and find out that much more. But hopefully, hopefully we get to go back. But the, I, the way it looks like we're moving nowhere. But forward. it is it is very intriguing that everybody you know all of the remnants of Project Freelancer, everybody who's left has either disappeared or is now dead. I'm sitting here going. Did Project Freelancer just maroon all of them? <laughs> like, all of them? Well, but we also have the disappearances all occur. Like, yeah. the ones that were dead, they're dead. We, For we sure. got that. You <laughs> but know? no, it all Stabbed occurred. in the chest, fell off a cliff, drowned. I mean, come on. It all <laughs> occurred shortly after these imposters uh, started, started committing their crimes. So... This, this We're wandering into theory territory here, but I am going to throw it out because we're here. I think they're former freelancers. I, I think they have the we're, training. We're doing, think, pr we're doing predictions first? <laughs> we're here. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm just throwing, I'm, I'm, we're here. I'm throwing <laughs> it out now. Wow, you came organized. Yeah. I do think that they're former freelancers. I think that they are using these identities to cover their tracks. They would have already had the armor. They could have repainted it. Like, I think that that's what they're doing. That mm. they're the middle of the board people that we never really heard about. The and leftovers? <laughs> well, no, the leftovers get marooned on not Sidewinder. Yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> A lot of people got marooned on not Sidewinder, I would imagine. And those, actual Sidewinder. Those poor people. Mm -hmm. And um, the entire chat is asking for uh, Washington's last name and Carolina's first name. Uh, like, that we're never going to get it, That was exactly what I wanted. Uh, I was like, so you got Carolina's name for us? Well, that, that would I figure she's just going to drop it. Like the one just when she's talking to people, when Dylan's talking to people, she'll just do it like, ah, so so and so. We're just talking, and everybody's gonna go, wait, 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 who are you talking to? It's like, I'm talking to her. And Carolyn's like, crap, I, I hate my name. I hate my name. <laughs> I think 
that she'll probably drop David because it's the one the audience knows. Sure. Before Wash goes, no, 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 not anymore. Oh, God. And so we'll have that, oh, freelancers have first names. And we also have that, don't use them. Well, wouldn't it be awful if her name was Allison? Like if she was named after I, Mom well, or well, something? No, that that's where I was going to go with that. But at the same time, in the opposite direction, I want to go in a Homer J. Simpson direction with oh, Washington. Oh, from now on, my, ho- my name is Homer, Homer J. J. Simpson. Simpson. <laughs> and, and Washington's real name is David Washington. Yeah, no, I love it. I love that. That would be amazing. Because why not? It's like, David, his first name is Agent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, full Iron Man for this. Um Malachroma says, plot twist, it's the triplets in the car on folks, and they're back for revenge. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, they, they finally get back to civilization, and they're like, we're just gonna, we're, we're done. We're just gonna cause anarchy and chaos. <laughs> well, speaking to sort of, like, the childhood nature, it, I, I rewatched the end of season 13, and listened to Church's monologue again. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and talking about how he couldn't do it as the one construct, but would have to break into the rest. What if the constructs be got freed from just the the AI space the the got what if they started inhabiting their own armor and the frog timer can indicate theta who is a little bit younger or it but that also indicates caboose so so you're you're theorizing that even though Epsilon is gone, um, the the memory of all the fragments have now been separated into different robot bodies. Because because he well maybe not maybe not robot bodies but maybe just armor. Okay. But but the Epsilon slash Church says himself, I can't do it with this. I have to give up who I am, and oh. in order to in order to do what I need to do, which we still don't know what he did. And memory always was the key. And and we <laughs> come back to memory being the key. That's an interesting thought because, like, they, um, I liked that they kept around the the different AI constructs through Epsilon. Mm-hmm. So that that's an interesting idea. My my only thought about them being former freelancers is what's the motive here? And that's mm-hmm. my that's my question I ask anytime anyone evil is doing anything is to what motive? Personal power, but we still, revenge, we still don't know money. what happened at the end of season we don't. thirteen. No, we don't. I get the feeling we're not going to know what happened, or if bah. we get anything, we're not getting details, and I'm perfectly fine with that. And because sure nothing Miles, they could write could measure up to what we've all been imagining. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. Miles actually said on our after show, if like we could go like forever without ever addressing what happens at the end of that of that season, he would he would be happy. It's a good ending. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so and we do get a run in with them and they're obviously not happy to be here with these fake reds and blues. And the other character that we get a run in with is I'm calling it Rhino. <laughs> Because it's easy to say, and it's black armor, and they've got a very obnoxious horn. Excuse so, me, Mr. Narwhal. Yeah. Ma- it's it's uh, Keyblade Master Ira. <laughs> Head of the unicorn. Definitely. Uh, there have been, definitely been a lot of unicorn jokes, a lot of narwhal jokes, uh, rhinoceros jokes. Take uh, your pick. Unicrino. Oh, Unicrino. Agent Unicrino. Unicron. Yeah. yeah, and you, that's, yeah, Unicron. Unicron. <laughs> He's got the weird voice. 
So oh, yeah. they, they have the weird voice. Yeah, they have do. No because idea the what voice the is so garbled, I would be very surprised <laughs> if it weren't a woman in there. You know what What I did notice um, watching it the second time is even though the voice is very distinctive, it has a little bit of an accent. There is one. Oh. Yeah, yeah there, I can't place it because, um, because of how distorted the voice actually is, but there is an accent there. So I'm like, ooh, where are you from? <laughs> what and, do you do? And they're looking for Tucker. And we don't know why, because we get the cagiest answers ever. I think I might know. It might be somebody. Um, it Alimony, might be. Child that's support. exactly. <laughs> and that, that ultimately has like that's the ultimate like, payoff. That'd be great. that would be pretty damn funny. Well, that would and I be did amazing. have someone point out to me like they got in a firefight immediately, and someone pointed out we never see them fire a shot back. We see the Reds and Blues fire on them. We don't ever see them fire back. Lavernius Tucker, you've been served. Yeah, something. <laughs> just, it's just, just like unpaid away. parking tickets. Yes. Oh, my God. Something like that. But just the cages. I, I am no one, not to you. I am only someone to those I seek and those I serve. I seek to serve. I serve whoever I am told. And goodbye. Like, our you serious. <laughs> but that's what makes me think it's not Locust. Well, and I oh, was definitely not. Oh, it's like oh, no. 80,000 steps back for Locust. Is there anybody who actually thinks it could be Locust? Oh, we had someone in chat theorize it. I, I feel like where we left Locust, it doesn't make any sense for him to... He would have had to have a major relapse mm-hmm. or yeah. like psychic psyche-shattering event for him to be in this particular yeah, position like, right now. we had this character arc. If we put him in that armor, there's no It's a huge to disservice it. to him. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. and th- this fandom has a habit of taking a previous villain every time there's a new mysterious person and trying to put them in there. For the longest time, there were a lot of theories that Locus was the meta. And it's like, no, I he's mean, dead. He's real dead. I he's mean, super I, dead. I understand that as somebody who really likes a lot of the red versus blue villains. Like, I totally get that. I love O'Malley. <laughs> I love the meta. <laughs> They're all dead now. But, um, but yeah, so well, I know O'Malley. No, was O'Malley's on around. Doc. Yeah, O'Malley and, and Doc are still as, around. As a as, split personality of Doc. <laughs> sure. I'll take it. <laughs> um, which, yeah, I'll take it as long as, uh, anyway. But, um, but yeah, as far as this guy goes, too, I'm also inclined to believe that he isn't necessarily, he or she isn't necessarily evil. Because, yeah, for one, we don't see them take a shot um, at the Reds and Blues. And, like, he, he or she feels the need to tell, you know, this reporter, hey, your attackers are gone. You can go now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that we d- know nothing about them. No. They no. look terrifying, but we really don't know anything about them. Uh, I've got. I have a crazy theory about who it may be. Ooh. Go fight win. I think it may be Frank, the original cameraman, who for one reason or another, for who said, uh, "We're not paid enough. We're not this." I think he may have seen the the crime scene, and went, "I know exactly what this is. I need to do. I need to do something about it. Time to resume what." Or he got tapped, and because of the because because the nature of the stories that Dylan likes to report, he was put there to be up front. With any of the breaking news that she would report, Ooh. and and the and one of the only reasons I bring it up is because uh, Frank was voiced by Davy J, who's one of the leads from Day Five, and it's cool to have the actors in there, and it could just be a cameo, yeah, just because they're in the family now. But he is so good, and and I would absolutely love to to see that that character continue despite what we may have seen and I, I like when they give you the answer in the first in the first episode and don't come back yeah I do too 
Ooh, I like that theory. That is a good theory. There might be a lot more to Frank than we thought. Damn it, There's also a few um, theories going around that it could be Cyrus in there. Locus and Felix's old partner. I would love to know what happened to Cyrus because we we saw him in season four. For anybody who skipped season fourteen, um, there's there's a trilogy. Required viewing is Merck's. required Merck's is viewing required viewing for, for yeah. sure. Um, and we were left wondering what happened to poor Cyrus because he seemed to be the moral compass of that little cadre, and he obviously departs in some fashion because they have no moral compass when we find them on chorus. Done. That's not, that's really not a terrible idea because if Cyrus finds out that Tucker is ultimately the, could have been responsible for Felix's death, could be coming back for just to find out why or to be like, yo, he had a family or this, that, or the other. Like, it, it it might be the opposite reveal of what Felix and yeah, what Felix, Felix was. Felix was so good at manipulating people. Cyrus might not have like they might have just parted ways naturally because Cyrus had a family, mm-hmm. and so Felix might have had him completely convinced that he was a good guy. Still, I don't know. It's a possibility. I think Cyrus was pretty aware of the type of people he was working Either with. Either that or, or, like, Felix totally left Cyrus to die. <laughs> I'm going with that. <laughs> it also Honestly. could be that, like, maybe Cyrus is on a quest for revenge and Locus was last seen with, with the reds and blues, and so maybe that's why he's trying to find Tucker? I don't know. But just Tucker? Or it Tucker? might not be him at all. Very, yeah. yeah. It would, I would not be surprised if at some point in the future we don't get more trio stories if we don't get more Merc stories and so I'm interested in this theory but I I'm not putting any eggs in that basket that's fair mm-hmm. yeah I just want Chris Abbott I, in more red versus sure. blue oh yeah <laughs> but I, re- I really do think that they're saving the character for somewhere else I, I feel like that's a fair fair assessment and I like how, how this uh, after show has just turned into rampant speculation <laughs> I mean, I've we got, talk about characters and mm-hmm. then we speculate wildly. I've, I've got one more rampant speculation. Ooh, let's hear Referring it. Referring back to to season fourteen, it started out with one of my favorite episodes of the whole of the entire thing, which was Church creating another iteration of trying to bring text back. And I know that that took that didn't take place in the current timeline. But what if one of those Church memory banks be, became real and his memory of the Reds and Reds and Blues? Became these new, became these this, these new versions, and were taken advantage by the government because the, they were on, or not 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 the UNSC, but were taken advantage of by Project Freelancer, and and used all of the same tech. It's a has, lot. It's a has lot of poor like, church been through enough. No, oh, Lord. no, damn it! They keep br- just let him go. <laughs> say goodbye. You say goodbye to text. Goodbye. Now we got to say goodbye to church. I yeah, forget say you. Goodbye. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So let's swing into let's let's talk about Dylan. Because I love her. Dylan. Oh my god! I yes. love her so much. <laughs> she is our mover and shaker. She is our focal character for this season, and she, I love it. Mm. I love that we have a female main character, and I love that we get a very good scope of her personality within the first five or so minutes of meeting her. She's very very good at what she does. But the problem is she's very, very good at what she does and doesn't focus on much else. She doesn't notice 
that her cameraman is someone completely different until he draws her attention to it. I'm not Frank. What do you mean you're not Frank? Yeah, they got all the way to Blood Gulch. Well, new Frank. And she has a husband that she hasn't seen in months. She didn't and even when tell she him where him. she was yeah. And when she calls him, she calls him for a favor. And we mm. do get the passage of time. Like, it's been ten months since Chorus. You have a week for this story. You've been gone for weeks. Where are you? Mm. I haven't heard from you in weeks. Are you okay? Like, she disappeared in order to go through this story, in order to cover what is a very dangerous event. And she she's so married to the job, and that's the really big flaw, is because everyone else is kind of chess pieces when you're like that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, to the point where her husband is asking, are we still married? I'm that was not really sure. Yeah, that yeah. was the delivery on that was perfect. Yeah, and it, yeah, you feel, you really feel for this guy in that moment. And again, we don't, you know, for we we know very little about Dylan, but just as as you said, the delivery in that line speaks volumes about her and about her relationship and about her relationship to the job. And, and yeah, despite also that, she has cats. I approve. She has cats, but also in in her phone in her contacts list, he's listed as hubby boo. Yeah, he's so, listed as hubby boo second after his job title. Fair, but but still, but there, there's love there. There's some yeah. there's yeah. something there, or was something there. Aww. Yeah. So, and she's she's very intelligent. She's very quick on her feet. The acronym bit, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Apparently, you can get into wherever you want if you just speak fast enough and use enough acronyms. We have a live LOL RPG class one foobar. <laughs> Over like, five thousand. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> I like. I like the change. Doesn't speak a word of English, but he's the best in the business. Isn't that right? We. Oui. Oui. <laughs> I, I love the change of hey no. You can't come here to. Well, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> Speak quickly and act like you know what you're doing, and you can part the Red Sea. That's how I have a job. And I, did, <laughs> I did like how Frank walked away and went FML. Yeah. <laughs> Just there were a lot of really good throwaway li- like sidelines. I, I God, her talking with sister. And they're talking, and they're talking. They're talking about what sister's been up to, and they're talking about the festival she's been throwing and the event she's been running. And then it's like, so back to the reds and blues, and just the one-off. There goes the Bechdel test. test. Oh my god, so so great. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I I thought that I would get tired of Jax's like fourth wall breaking film reference sort of stuff but it's it's been sticking pretty well he's so naive about it that but, it but comes I mean, off way more endearing than annoying but in episode Illy. 3 where it's like say we've got company say we've got company that's <laughs> how action scene start see he I waver on him a lot because watching the episodes week by week it's like oh okay and then watching all four episodes back to back which is what I did to review for this was just mm-hmm. like please stop please stop oh my god Please stop. It didn't bother me. It's a beautiful young child. I'm like, he's a sweet baby angel. (laughs) Hey, it's my baby. (laughs) I'm the only one who wasn't a film major on this panel, aren't I? I wasn't a film major. I was a telecommunications TV production and sociology major. Yeah, you're a film major. I also have a useless degree. (laughs) I have. (laughs) Me too. I have two, because not only was I a double major in that, but I also have an MBA. (laughs) Theater major. Trumped you. Uh, English major. Ah, you could be a teacher. 
Uh-uh. Not without a lot of training. Fair. Not Plus, true. I'm the one that gets the very public jokes about it. Oh. <laughs> There's a song about how useless my nature is. I know somebody who became a teacher with literally zero training. I'm so. aware. There are exceptions that prove every anyway, rule. Anyway, before we get We're off topic. way but... off topic. <laughs> Speaking of which, Jax is off the grid because he doesn't want to pay his student loans. Well, you I know what? I can't blame him. You know what? If I was in Jax's position, I would absolutely take this type of internship because it's better than being stuck in an office and making coffee. See, and here's he's getting real like, world experience. At the beginning, it's it's his first internship. He has forty seven <laughs> more credits until he graduates. But the second he shows back up, his student loans kick in. He's paying them while he's in school. Some people are proactive about How it. How screwed up is our economy? And five hundred years in the future after a war with aliens. Sounds about the same. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of five hundred years in the future after a war with aliens, I'm worried about course. You're worried about mm. Cor- I'm worried about Vic. We've totally skipped over this <laughs> suicidal artificial intelligence. Just kidding. It's the opposite day. Totally news. not kill me. Yeah. I mean, and totally we've never me. established whether he's a smart AI or if he's a dumb AI. If he's a smart AI, he's rampant at this point. He is far past rampant. He is insane. I don't know that dumb AI go rampant, but we know that he is with it enough that the isolation has probably driven him mad. But that's the thing. Isolation. He doesn't have a connection, like a, a hardline connection to Red Base Anything. and Blue Base. He's, he is Red Base and Blue Base in command. So as far as we know, they just took the construct, threw it in a computer, and that's even worse is he can't talk to anybody unless they're there. I think it's very interesting that we get this scene with Vic right after a season where he was the narrator. I'm starting to think that like all of the AUs were just him going crazy. That's what I I wish that they would have referenced it. That's the one thing that I wanted out of that scene was I even even cut him up into five five minute uh, pop of a little episode, dude. So I, I and and once I got done doing that, I started making up my own stories. Like I thought he was, I thought we were going to get something like that, despite you know not ever not everything in episode fourteen being necessarily canon. But I think it would have that would have made it would have put a, a wonderful. It would have been very funny. Yeah. I do love that he essentially handed them a box set of the Blood Gold Chronicles. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like that's Pretty what much. that was. Well, and also uh, I just find it very interesting. I've never seen like a movie or a TV show kill off the narrator of a of the previous movie. We don't know if he's dead. No, we, we don't. Know we don't. Know. It's just it's, it's ambiguous. Better, it's better if we don't know. It really is. Because I can see it either way. Yeah. I really can. What an awful moral dilemma. <laughs> Please kill me. That's me a grandma. I'm out of here. And the other thing I wrote down before we're done with episode two is jet fuel can't JFK the moon landing. God, I miss sister so because much. Because I love sister so Sometimes much. Sometimes I just missing. Yeah. Kakina. Kakina. Yeah. I mean, they're from yeah. Hawaii. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So I love that like they're actually Hawaiian. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, no, that's fantastic. And, like, I also love, too, the line, like, I just, sometimes I just miss being a simple hussy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm coming up on another bye phase, too. So we got the cameraman. Camera let's, get go. let's get to it. Sure. What? I love that, like, uh, the running joke with sisters. She'll say something and everyone's like, wait, what? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, I'd love it so much. It's been a long time since that joke has come back and, and it I, makes me happy. I do love that it's been a little, it was a little toned down this episode. Because sometimes, I know the joke with sister is, how bad can it get? How much can you push it? And I'm like, well, you push it way past my comfort line before you hit hers. Well, I love so her. I am happy that it was toned back, like, maybe 2%. 
I I do. Um, I I have a special place in my heart for sister because when she was introduced, my older brother who I who got me into Red versus Blue, he's like, "Ha! Now you know what it's like. Like this is what being an older brother feels like." Like so, I I always laughed. Um, but like. I really like that she really does think the world of Griff. Oh, and yeah. And we, we see that here. She's like, he won't admit it, but he's a huge softie. He is literally the only person that was drafted from a one-person draft. He's the one person who didn't want to be there. And she joined the army to go find him because she knows. Yeah. And and also, too, like, when, when she did show up, he's like, I don't want my little sister in danger. Go home. Like, yeah. shoot. Also, you're cramping my style. Get it, get out of here. Like, they are you're going to embarrass me. They are good siblings and they do care. <laughs> That's always really nice. I do want to talk a little bit about Chorus. Of course. We were on Chorus. It was wonderful. And I... I worry about them with the whole wanting to remain independent of the UNSC thing because that's how the Civil War started before the Covenant showed up and it became the Human Covenant War. Like, that is the war for which the Spartan Twos were initially created and this is how it starts. You know, there's a saying that's coming to mind right now and that's war. War never changes. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) So, yeah, we... We have this situation, which is not good, and I'm sure it's the UNSC going, "Oh God, oh God, not this well, again! Yeah. I don't want to do it." Well, and Chorus going, "How long yeah. until?" Yeah, well, for one, they were forgotten about oh, until yeah. until this giant incident. So, like, like a genocide occurred on their planet, and no one noticed, no one noticed. until an extremely fortunate, crazy accident. And it's just how how long until the UNSC just decides to strong arm the planet into doing what they want? And now they're a well known planet. Well, and how many people are even on chorus right now? What kind of a defensive could they put up against the UNSC? Who knows? But I how mean, bad does it look if you have this planet that just survived a genocide and they, then you invade them? They do have alien weapons, like ancient this alien weapons. Well, they've got more disposal. than that. They've got they've got uh, constructs as well. Um, I Santa. Sa- Sa- actually, speaking of which, that's why I wore my Mexican. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Santa, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure to watch the crunch time after show also on after TV. But um, hey. after after times of war, are there not boom periods when it comes to population? We're ten months out. I figured Doyle General Hospital was pre- uh, their their baby unit was pretty <laughs> newborn unit was pretty. pretty, pretty I love pretty that it's full. Doyle General. I didn't Hospital. catch that. And and Zanordo brought that up in chat, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, like that when. Doyle General Hospital. My heart broke a little bit. I'm like, oh. And I do love that we got the continuing law and order jokes. Yep. So they could dun, bring dun. that up and drop that. CSI for life. And I love seeing CSI Miami again. for life, like, puts on sunglasses. The, the, these past four episodes of getting a chance to sort of see the best, uh, all, well, almost the best of, because we didn't get to see a lot of the freelancers in the freelancer episode, but getting to see the recruits again and getting yes. to see Sister again. And <laughs> I'm... It, it was nice to relive those, and it almost made me. Well, it, well, it did. Like after the sister episode, um, I did some traveling, and I downloaded season five from Netflix and watched it on the plane ride to no. see seasons for sisters for a season again. So it, it's making me want to rewatch all this stuff. But it's hours. <laughs> it's hours of content. Don't do it. If you're trying to do something, just don't do it. It's it's near, we're near the end of the year. If you're in school still. Stay studying. Focus on your studies. Use it as a reward. Then buy the RVBX. Yeah, wait till uh, wait till you go on to summer vacation. Yeah. You crazy kids! Like, put it on when you're cleaning or working on something I with your hands. Always or stop and start and start watching it. Like, I'm just gonna. Uh, 
I definitely I put it on like my iPad or whatever, and mm. then kind of carry it around with me if I go to a different room. But I have season eight like half memorized at this <laughs> point, so I just gotta whatever. We good. I definitely when I got the DVDs, I definitely put on like the commentary tracks, like as I did the yeah. dishes, yeah, and then found other other things to do <laughs> until it was done. She's gonna keep working. She's gonna keep working. But yeah, chorus is functional. It's working. We God bless Dr. Gray. God bless Dr. Gray being the smartest person in the, the room. The smartest mm-hmm. and the saltiest. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I wasn't talking about them. I was talking about you. I thought the vultures criminal. came after the slaughter. Dang. <laughs> just like, dang. I really wish there was somebody there with just like a reggaeton horn. Just, Well, I mean, think about it. Like, they, they won their planet after a genocide and now the UNSC has come in and a group of criminals are, vil- you know, making villains of the people who w- gained them their freedom, essentially. Well, and so from what we can understand, I don't think the fake reds and blues have ever said anything about Chorus. The press ran with an assumption that they were doing this on the behalf of Chorus, and that's just made everything worse. It's horribly unsubstantiated, but it's one of those rumors that becomes fact because, well, because everybody knows says it. This. I think that's what that that's definitely what Gray was trying to allude to. Oh, absolutely, like, and, and just using uh, Dylan as a representative of that. And um, somebody somebody in chat mentioned earlier uh, that I didn't realize that Dylan was mentioned at the end of season twelve, who wrote the story about the Reds and Blues on chorus. And so they brought that character back and and used it used her to or are currently using her to her full potential. Yeah, and I she like God, I'm so glad because she's great, and I love that we have blackmailing Alfred Packard, the diplomat. Yeah, I am absolutely waiting for that to come back, especially since he had no public records. I'm wondering if he's going to sort of become this season's uh, director or chairman. You know, um, just just because they've thrown that name out there, it sounds like he's the person trying to strong arm the entire planet right now. So. Well, and she specifically said he was involved in something called the Ceremon Leak, which yeah. has not been mentioned in Red versus Blue before, if the wiki is to be believed. So what are we looking at? Here? Like, we said that name too many times and spent too much time on that for it not to and come back in some And apparently he's a capacity. monster that shortchanges his hookers, and that's just deplorable. And he, he is the UNSC assigned diplomat to Chorus, which you think you'd put your best on the job when you're in the middle of a media firestorm, but... Mm. Well, not just that, but, I mean, the if you're on the brink of a possible civil war, you would have to you have to put somebody there on the front lines. I don't, I don't... As much as I think Chorus will remain a central part of this story, I don't, I don't think that it's going to be the re- the Reds and Blues and Chorus versus the UNSC. No. No. I, I think a lot of it's going to be finding these fake Reds and Blues. Who are they? What's their goal? Why? And also figuring out Rhino and their motives. Well, it could be. And it could be that, you know, the whole... That there, there are several things that could be purposely misleading here as we're just starting the investigation. The the idea that this is tied to Project Freelancer could be a red herring. The idea that these guy that these guys might have a tie to Chorus that could be a red herring too. Like like communism, exactly. <laughs> so like again, we're um, again. That's one of the reasons why I'm enjoying that this story is being told through the eyes of a journalist because she's digging through this all of the facts to try to get to the truth 
Mm-hmm. I did I did love her little bit about why do you want this? Be specific. And truth and facts are the currency of the galaxy is what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the I want to see how their story ends. I'm like, <laughs> you are the fan avatar, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you really are. You and me both, sister. You really, <laughs> really are. And then we have a message put into play. Because evidently on chorus they received a message that was meant for the reds and blues. They from can't. Whom? Yeah, they don't know who it's from. They can't trace its origin, and they didn't tell us what's on it. Mm-hmm. Do you think but they, they need to get it to the Reds and Blues? Do you think they looked at it, or do you think uh, they were I, just like, "Hey, it's for it's for the Reds and Blues"? Oh, I think they absolutely looked at it. Okay. Um. Yeah. I I think it, it could have been either way. To be honest, it could have been just to be, make sure the it's way that, safe. Uh, yeah, the way that Kimball said it, the less pe- the the less people that know about it, the better. And they they wanted to reward that trust and that and and yeah, they wanted to reward their trust by not betraying it instantly. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they, I think Kimball and Santa looked at it and maybe a few other people. Still so fun to do. <laughs> I love Santa. Santa. So, do you want to know what she's afraid of? It's currently, currently me. It's me. <laughs> like you can just hear the <laughs> smile in his voice. Like <laughs> I love that he's developed a sense of humor. <laughs> I think he always had a sense of humor. Probably. He was alone for a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now I, he has God. people to laugh at his jokes. That's yeah. so great. Or at least like, one person. These are my people and I like them. Like I think he's adopted everyone who lives on chorus. <laughs> well, and I love that uh, you know, Kimball refers to him as a good friend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Well, they've been working together for ten months. Exactly. Yeah, so we end with an extended Force Awakens parody, which may the fourth be with you guys. And also uh, with you. I'm wearing my BB eight <laughs> shirt and my glitter for Carrie. So we are Oh man. This was amazing. And Caboose this was, is dead. And Caboose is dead. And yep. that's how it finally happens. It's Never. a good season, everybody. And I mean, <laughs> great season, everybody. The music, the cinematography, the everything mirroring it almost shot for shot. And I'm just sitting there watching it going, ruin it, ruin it, ruin it. Come on. <laughs> and then they do. And it's just... Just at the end, the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just surprised that Jax didn't make a comment about how, how Star Wars-y in it was. Yeah. Well, we had a bunch of those in season 12, uh, end of season 11. Probably. It's been a long time. It's been a long time in those Things that I ago. remember. <laughs> hmm. I mean, you have a sword, and it's the the Federation versus the New Republic, and it's totally Star Wars, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. not think about the awful things that just happened to us. The end of season eleven was rough. <laughs> it hurt. Yep. All right. So that we end with dope. Caboose going over a cliff because that is life. <laughs> yep. And, and yeah, like it's... I said, we know that episode five is out, but no spoilers in the comments. We're I we're mean, not we got a couple in the it, chat already. It so. would we'll be post. hilarious though if, like, after everything, that is how Caboose yeah. dies. It's like, and you and you know what? You know what would be said about it? That was the worst death, death ever, ever of, of all time. time. <laughs> of all time. With Malacroma in chat saying, "Good thing Gray's a doctor because someone's going to have to treat those sick burns." And like five people going, "Hey!" Afterwards, I thought they were just saying, "Hey!" Whoops. Hey. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you all. So. Let's see. I think we're going to talk about iTunes for a minute or two before we go into predictions. So would you mind pulling up iTunes? No, don't. Don't make me do it. I'll do it. Oh, no. <laughs> if you don't, don't want to do it, I'll do it. No, it's just the last time I tried to pull it up, like, the, the dates were all wrong. Actually, I'd, we, mix, I'd mix things up. That was user error. 
That was my fault. But that was a different show. So, for those of you who are new, welcome, hello, we love you. If you like this after show, if you would like to keep this after show on the air, the best thing you can do for us is to go onto iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, and um, rate it five stars, and leave a review. Because when you do that, for one, our producers do look at those ratings and those reviews, and if they see that, hey, people really like this show, and they're watching it, and they're listening to it, and they want to keep it, then we get to stay on the air for another, you know, 35 seasons or however long Red vs. Blue goes. Also, if you leave a rating, those ratings do add up and then they help our uh, search results. So we will come up higher in the iTunes search results and it helps people find us, listen to the show, gets us, you know, more people in the fandom, more people discussing. Always a good thing. And also, if you leave a review, we give you a shout out. Uh, when did we go off the air? <laughs> Real quick question. <laughs> oh my God, I yeah, don't yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> it will forever be a mystery. No, a it'll be a mystery for about 30 seconds. Ago. Keep epping. Keep In epping. a galaxy. Do far, we have far anything away. within like the past four months? Uh, the last one we have was from September. I legitimately have no idea <laughs> yeah, that's when what I'm we to stopped. Out. How many episodes were there? <laughs> I don't were there know. 20, there were 24. When did, yes. when did the anthology yes, there stop? there were 24. Okay. We, had we don't, have, it, then we don't have any new reviews. Good to know. <laughs> but the last one we did get was The Rooster Teeth Are the Best by uh, Sira Chan is what it looks like. So thank you. Thank you so much. So yeah, if you leave a review, we'll give you a shout out on the show and those really do super help us out especially since we have four weeks between shows because of how this after show is structured mm -hmm. so do the thing win the stuff it'll be great let's uh let's do some real quick predictions just kind of a summary of what we've been talking okay. about <laughs> that's the first half hour corner's <laughs> broken <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no, we have no... We have, That's okay. I have a light show. Damn Therefore, it. it's fine. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> gonna have to talk to the second unit, guys. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> so, we have our Force Awakens jokes, so I think that we're eventually going to get our Rogue One jokes, and it's going to be very painful. Aww. No, I'm not... Everyone's God. gonna die. Everyone's no! gonna die. It'll be terrible. No, I do think that Rhino is a new person that we haven't seen before. I concur with um, that assessment. I do think that Rhino is a woman, and I think that that's why we have that voice filter in place, because the last time we had a voice filter that heavy was Tex. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm definitely standing behind the fake reds and blues are freelancers from the middle of the tier, who are just using it as cover. I'm going to go with the alimony theory. Um, that's a super solid theory. <laughs> I love the alimony theory so much. <laughs> like, it's completely unrelated to what whatever the, the goal these criminals have. Uh, and it's literally just someone trying to get alimony from Tucker. <laughs> and they end up joining the Reds and Blues team. Well, we no. do have the Reds and Blues. Well, we, need, we need to adopt another Red, let's be real. Um, we, we're on the same planet moon, whatever it is, as the reds and blues. That's no moon. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was waiting for that. Get out. <laughs> Love you too, everybody. Thank you, Internet. Bless. So the question is, after we have the inevitable 
funeral for caboose conversations <laughs> delivery of whatever the message is he died do, as he lived <laughs> like an idiot uh do we think that the reds and blues will pick up and go with dylan and Jax, or do we think it's going to be a leaving them and continuing on yeah, trying to get them to do anything is pull, like pulling teeth like there's no way <laughs> and especially by the way kimball put it there it would have to be something huge it would have to be something big in order to get them out of their their break this is true, and we still don't know what's in the message yet. No, we no. don't, people in chat. <laughs> We're just, like, staring at people going. But get a first membership. Your first month's free. Anyway. Uh, yes. Rowan Farty says, personally, I'm not even sure Rhino is human. And P.W. Gregory says, I think the fake reds and blues are the freelancers that were sent to replace Agent Florida. Because there was a list that we mm-hmm. got in that little prequel trilogy at the beginning of season 14, and then that got wiped because Vic had a brain fart. <laughs> didn't, didn't Florida trip over, over one of his cables? Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> hmm. And then uh, Hero75 says, I still want a Ruby Easter egg with the voices of Team Ruby as a Halo team. Uh-huh. Well, we did get a Ruby shout out with the sexy teenagers fighting monsters crack. <laughs> and all, but we, we're also, this isn't necessarily a prediction as much as something that I'm, I'm sure the entire fandom is looking forward to, but the drunk red versus blue reading that was recorded yes! a couple years ago as a live stream that never made it to air, uh, that they, people donated, or and there are enough first members that got them to play it. They say that they're editing it right now. And I, I think Bernie said it was episode two. Ooh. That that was a drunk reading of episode of of season one, episode two, oh, where gracious. they were they just kept drinking and it was it was. That bad. sounds like it's going to be amazing. <sighs> oh gracious! Christ. And we also have the achievement hunter dub of Ruby. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> that that's Basically, what made me think of it. <laughs> if you want to watch the episodes early, and if you want to get all sorts of other ridiculously fun stuff, first memberships are free for the first thirty days and costs a hell of a lot less than. Netflix and Hulu and YouTube every TV. other subscription that yeah. I am a part of. Yeah. For a year. It, it, it's like 10 bucks for six more, 15 bucks for six months. It looks like if, if you're not doing so well and you look at the price, you go, oh, that's that seems like a lot. It really isn't. You just do it. Really. You, you're, you're, on, you're doing yourself a disservice by not being a member first. Yeah. They're not paying us yet. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we're not sponsored we're not by sponsored. Rooster Teeth. <laughs> sponsor just, sponsorship. We would just like them to be able to continue to make the shows that we love. Yeah. So, exactly. Hey, support your creators, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Rowan Farty. Did not expect them to read out my comment, but you guys just made my day. Aww. Aww. That's how we do. I dropped my pen. It's okay. I can you get didn't it. I can get drop it. your pen. You flung your it's pen. Gone. It's I do gone. Your man. pen went on a journey. It pulled a caboose. Pulled it, a caboose. It's dead. It, my yeah, pen is not it, dead. It, 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 is a, it is a blue pen. Precipice. It is a blue pen. It is a blue pen. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. Well, does anyone have any final thoughts? Um, just that I think this season is off to a great start. I'm intrigued. I, I like that it's being told. Um... For the fans, again, uh, the um, Dylan is basically a fan who happens to be a character in the series. Yeah, yeah. and I, I hope her her first meeting with them it is not necessarily like a huge fangirl moment, <laughs> but just a moment where it's like I've I watched one hundred episodes. <laughs> You guys are absolutely ridiculous. I love you. I hate you. What the hell is wrong with you? I just hope she's not disappointed. (laughs) I feel like even watching that doesn't prepare you for the real thing. Yeah. And and who knows who knows what they're doing on that island. 
Again, Malachroma says membership. you'll always treasure the first time after Buzz Senpai notices you. Oh, we love you, man. We love you, friend. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We will be back here in four weeks to cover episodes five through eight. In the meantime, Mark, where can the people find you? Well, have a good May, everybody. Uh, you can yeah. find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. I did a Twitch stream today to celebrate uh, May the 4th. I, I played, uh, what did I play? I played uh, Star Wars uh, Episode One Racer Revenge, uh, <laughs> Super Star yes. Wars, and Disney Infinity with a whole bunch of Leia. Uh, and then follow the whole team at Rooster Team. Uh, ABTV Rooster Team on Twitter. Uh, now that we have a show in circulation again, uh, there will be a little bit more happening through that. Uh, yeah. In case you didn't see, we now reminder: we don't do a show for Ruby Chibi, but uh, dear God, that trailer for season two! Did y'all see it? It's not coming yet. out for my birthday. Oh no! But did you see the trailer? Yes. No. Okay. Fantastic. I, I have not yet. But okay, it, you should do that. Uh, it sounds adorable. It's uh, tears. It's cute. Um, so, Marpy Donica, ABTV Rooster Team, Megan. I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I am also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz, and I write articles for the Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Uh, and hi, all my buddies. I am Katie Cullen. You can find me all over the social media and on YouTube at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. If you would like to watch us reacting to these episodes, those videos live on that YouTube. I am also on a ton of shows. Samurai Jack is on Sundays. I know we didn't do Arrow on Wednesdays. We're going to have a makeup show. We'll let you know the time for that. Robots in Disguise just came back on Tuesdays. And like I said, we'll be back here in four weeks. In the meantime, my birthday is in two weeks. And if you want to spoil me, I have a wish list on my Twitter. Hey. Cheap pop. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's this thing called shame, and I don't have it. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Oh, spot. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.